the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome. Welcome on back to our itsy-bitsy, teensy-weensy Saturday evening show. I'm Randy Corcoran, your pumped-up purveyor of principled, passionate patriotism, and it's so good to be here with you. I They say never look back over the course of a show, and this one just started, but I just got to say, Mike Boyle is a pro's pro, and it's always a pleasure to talk to him, hear what he has to say. I'm always hungry. When uh, when I have to listen to the end of the Boyle show there and uh, and then do the crossover. But, you know, keep me uh, keep me pushing through. And I don't know. He's just a really, really good guy. It's good to have you here. And um, it's been an incredibly busy week for me with the first annual Hispanic Appreciation Month dinner put on by the Colorado Hispanic Republicans. It was um it was a great event. This world-class musician was there, and uh, and the food was fun. The, it, was, it was loud. I didn't stick around for the dancing. Um, I just wore out pretty quick. That's still happening to me uh, over the last three months or so. But um, I had that. We had the Arapaho Tea Party last week, which was good, and uh, and all. And I just presented. I did the whole thing, which was I don't know. It was just kind of good for me. I, not on my game, you know, the, sometimes the words and the thoughts still aren't coalescing the way that I want them to, but I'm just trying so hard to get back to the normal part, other parts of my life here now, 15 weeks since losing my wife back on June 3rd and capped it off today with the Adams County Republican uh, picnic, the barbecue and that was fun. Drove up to Henderson and and uh, uh, nice turnout. Great people. Met a couple of candidates and uh, some new faces and had a lengthy conversation with the group. And I, I don't know. It's just starting to feel a little more normal to, to do those things. And I, I think that's a good sign. And I, I'll just say this and then we'll jump into jump in full full force here because. We've already got callers on the line, 303-696-1971, 303-696-1971. But people are still, when they see me and you know haven't seen me before, there's a hesitancy, I think. They come up and they want to share their condolences. And, and man, oh, man, I learned about you know the loss of Tana, and I, I just I – don't, I didn't know if I should bring it up. If you're not thinking – I just want to tell people. If it's on your heart, say it. Do it. Make the statement. Because it, I, it's never far from my mind. So it, it's not going to take me from being in an up place to a down place. It's a new factor in my life that I just have to continue to grapple with and get used to. But I appreciate the efforts. People, oh, I don't know. There's just no words. And you're right. There are no words. But the fact that you reach out and speak 
and say whatever words come on your heart. I promise you, it absolutely means the world. So I, uh, um, that's my advice as somebody on this end of grief is share. It, it doesn't hurt me. It doesn't make it worse. And uh, I imagine that applies. I hope that applies to most people who have experienced a tragedy and you're trying to be kind to and supportive of. Uh, I'm sure learning a lot on this side of it, on how to interact with folks on this side of it down the road. I hope I, I do a better job. But anyway, man, there's a lot going on. And, of course, the corrupt, coordinated, Democrat-controlled media machine all over this so-called surveillance video. How convenient that the surveillance cameras were pointed right at Lauren Boebert and her date when she was in downtown Denver attending, what was it, Beetlejuice, I think, uh, Den the DCPA. And, yep, I, I haven't watched these segments or these videos, but I've seen some still shots, and they're a little bit frisky. And people are really um, coming out on different sides. Of course, the left is like, oh, so gross. You know, we told you this was a bad person. You all supported her, and, and look at how she acts out in public. There were children in that theater. It was pitch black. And they're roaming hands. There's no evidence that their roaming hands were seen by anybody. And I guess that the the real problem for Lauren is she was vaping. And she claimed not to be, and then a video established that she was. And that led her to give an apology. And uh, it's, not a, it's not a super strong apology. She's in the middle of a very hectic div divorce. She's still a relatively young woman, beautiful, and, and I'm sure very much alive in all aspects of her life. But you do not ever apologize to these scum. You know, maybe privately you feel like you've let down your constituents or your family or a friend or something like that because conduct that's probably better left in private got out in public. Um, I, okay. But when you are a media figure, when you are the target of nonstop attacks by radical leftists trying to destroy the family, destroy your children, destroy the state, destroy the country. You never apologize to them. As I mentioned to Mike Boyle on the crossover, how is a party that nominates a Democrat, Adam Frisch, who during the media just virtually never covered it? We did here. We played the recordings, the interviews, everything of a taxi driver in Aspen who recorded Adam Frisch on secret rendezvous with a lover, married man, with a lover at a storage facility. And then, according to the taxi driver, later used those videos to blackmail Adam Frisch, Fish, Frisch, I don't know, Flesh, whatever, used those videos to blackmail Adam, who was then a, an active Aspen City Council member, into flipping his vote to keep Uber and Lyft out of Aspen, Colorado, a little longer. 
And this guy was a taxi driver. Uber and Lyft really cut into taxi business, especially a small town like Aspen. A limited pool, you know, a wealthy pool, but a limited pool of customers. That's the hero of the left that came so close to taking out Boebert. But they never talk about that. This is the party that fully supported Bill Clinton when he had Monica Lewinsky under his desk, when he did funny things, use your imagination here, with cigars, when they carried on their secret affair, and talk about, I mean, in the Me Too movement now, in this day and age, if that would have happened, that would have been a multi-million dollar lawsuit. Talk about unequal power and taking advantage of a young woman. And we all know Bill Clinton, all the trips to to uh, Einstein, uh, Einstein, to Epstein Island, and uh, on and on and on. And then the person that they, by hook or by crook, finagle into the title of President of the United States with videos going back, even black and white still photos of this guy looking lasciviously, lascivious, lasciviously, Oh, boy. At a young girl, we've all seen the videos of him caressing and fondling and grabbing and pulling close to him and sniffing and rubbing and on babies and girls and little boys. And it's so disgusting. A president whose own children are sex addicts and drug addicts, whose own daughter in her own Diary, in her own words, talks about the inappropriate, her word, showers with her dad. And other abuse that she mentions but doesn't talk about, not doesn't pin it on anybody. She speculates because of her own hypersexualization that she was abused as a child. And Hunter, my God, Hunter, his laptop. And you idiots on the left are going to lecture me or her, or anybody on the right who falls from grace, who slips below the standard that you impose never at all on your own. So I was a little disappointed in the way this is being handled on behalf of Lauren. And uh, uh, kind of a knockout punch. She is scheduled to speak, keynote speaker at the, what, a Trinidad, I think, is having their Lincoln Day dinner tonight that's down in the herd district so if anybody's down there driving down there listening on the app or whatever and and you get word on if she comes what she says any of that i would be very very interested in what you have to say we got a lot of other things to talk about i want to bring you up to speed on the trump lawsuit to keep him off the ballot the proposition 106 lawsuit that i'm one of the counsel on to overturn the unconstitutional open primary. Ken Paxton, attorney general in Texas, acquitted on his in his impeachment trial just this afternoon. Michigan jury acquits three men in the plot to kidnap Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Remember, more white supremacists in action. And as the evidence came out, the FBI had to block testimony and and, uh, you know, black out certain um Items that were presented uh, or tried to be presented as evidence. Once again, apparently, 
seemingly the FBI, the judicial, the justice system interfering in trying to create or foment crimes. This was on the news so much during COVID and, and Whitmer, oh, so terrified, had to go live somewhere else for a while, I think. I think she left the governor's mansion for a little while, and that jury acquitted all three of them. And even a judge in New York apparently has put the October civil trial, a civil fraud trial that uh, Trump was scheduled to be in, have started here October, I think the 7th, something like that. Letitia James, another one of the Democrat AGs who campaigned on, I'm going to get Trump. I'm going to get Trump. That trial has been put on hold because of an appeal that was filed. So, man, oh, man, things are moving fast, and they're going to move a whole lot faster. It's 517 on 710 KNUS. Let's squeeze in a phone call before we get to our first break of the night. David, day, oh, good old David from San Francisco is back. Hey, David. Yeah, how are Our you? friend, uh, Commie Dave. Uh, don't lie about me, especially since I was going to see if you agreed on an issue. Uh, by the way, uh, when I lived in Colorado, I lived in Junction for about eight, nine years, and uh, so Bobert's, uh, the Bobert district is uh, what uh, what I was in, and uh, it's a real shame. It's interesting, though, that you started off saying the, about the quality of the camera work in a dark room. Uh, the shots that I've seen are from the roof, right? There's a, a, a ceiling camera looking down on the whole audience. Are you there? Are you still there, you coward? Oh, we got a microphone issue. Hold on here. Hold on here a second. Let me see if I can. Yeah, but, I, but something's happening on this end. Let me just get the bigger hammer. There we go. All right, Dave, can you hear me? No, I can. All right. I, I heard you. Go ahead. Well, um, oh, uh, you asked me if it was a roof shot. I don't know. I, it just yeah, so It's just it, interesting that the, uh, that, the, that the security cameras are focused right on those two people. They were focused. They were focused on the entire audience, and apparently, with the quality of that camera, uh, you can zoom in and, and pinpoint individuals. Uh-huh. So, when you imagine pixelation in a darkened room, that's pretty high quality camera. That's true. And uh, you know, to imagine that uh, I've seen all sorts of different uh, programs running through the whole episode. Uh, or a good part of the episode. They didn't show the most detailed uh, crotch shots or anything. But, uh, you know, the fact that she's... I've seen her in videos for the last number of months, and she's on, on church stages, and she's quoting the Bible and all this sort of stuff. And then she's she turns out to be like the harlot. I mean, isn't that friggin' amazing? But um, hey, Dave, how often do you call in to complain about Joe Biden pawing children? Uh, he didn't. didn't. I wouldn't lie about the president. <laughs> You're a lawyer. You, right? you can't see the video. You've you've got video. I'm sure that you uh, have seen right. plenty of evidence of Joe sniffing and pawing and staring. You believe in Project Veritas? I love I love Project higher? Veritas, but uh, yeah, my my own lying eyes don't lie to me about. Your president. Um, what did you say about Bill Clinton when he was using cigars and, and having interns under the desk and Hillary Clinton came out and said that was a right-wing conspiracy? 
Well, have you ever heard Monica Lewinsky's speech that she gave about eight years after the whole thing? I've heard plenty of comments. I never sat down to listen to a full speech from Monica Lewinsky. Uh, she gave a speech, and she said she went. Uh, her father was a, a, a big Republican contributor from uh, Southern California, and she uh, wanted to go to become an intern in the White House. And there's a long, she gives details about it. It's an amazing thing. You better, uh, before you start doing the smear about Clinton, she went there intending to get him caught up in that. All right. So if, 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 if she, so. Knee pads. Okay. So. She went there with a White House knee pad. So this young 20-year-old went in with the intention to seduce the president of the United States, and he just lapdogged it. He words. just lapdogged it right up. What, what about his trip steps? What about his trip steps? No, I, I'm, I'm not doubting it. I'm saying, what kind of disgusting pig is Bill Clinton that he falls for that garbage? Is that worse than Lauren Boebert uh, getting amorous with uh, with a, um, a a date, same age, no power difference, just hey, well, two two people getting call. excited about each other? I don't think so, Dave. Yeah, the real reason I called was about Texas. You yeah, know, and, and you be a, you being a lawyer, you must uh, have some feeling about whether or not the Department of Justice in Texas has now got uh, a guy who was selling the ability to change uh, uh, evidentiary records. Right, this pal of his that uh, he was trying to set it up so that FBI documents would be changed. Uh, that that this guy wanted to, uh, uh, Paxton had a, a mistress, right? And he lost a lawsuit. It was like a, a million, multiple million dollar lawsuit. Uh, and that Paxton was trying to trick the U, the taxpayers of Texas into paying for his mistress. Paxton had to pay the the mistress because of a lawsuit, and Paxton was going to try to trick the taxpayers of Texas. So that's why the Republicans tried to to uh, impeach him. Now, where are you as a lawyer when it comes time to listening to some of this evidence against him, suborning uh, witnesses uh, or suborning witnesses? Uh, uh, I like suborning. That 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 creates a nice image. Suborning, man. I, I love that he was acquitted. I love that he is a fighter for the people of Texas. I love that he brought the lawsuit that the U.S. Supreme Court declined to hear back during the early stages of the election fraud. And I love that um, Joe Biden is now going to be under some scrutiny with the Republican impeachment investigation. That's going to be fun. What do you think about that evidence? Do you like your president um, and, and vice president taking, uh, getting money th through China and Ukraine? Oh, you're lying again. But what about the peasants of Texas? Yeah, David. That now have to, that now have to live with a, an attorney general uh, who is a known criminal. And and they, so it, so it, you it, say they can well, vote him out. First, they can vote him out, first, can't they? By his own. He, he was elected. He went from two points his first election to ten points you're his an second. Attorney, right? And you're I'm an guessing attorney, that right? his election will get even better you're an um, if he runs again in uh, whenever his term expires. But you're you're, attorney, you're dodging right? the question about no, about your you're president, an attorney, right? You're an attorney. Dodging right? the question. Are you a, an attorney? I think I think he's Are on an endless attorney? loop. 
Thing no, I'm, I'm talking about Texas. Let's, You're trying to change the subject. You are I, an attorney. I haven't. Now, when, did I you haven't, listen to the testimony not, of, of the I 14th? did not. Well, the testimony had the HR director of the Department of, uh, of Justice for, uh, for Texas, the, the attorney general's office. He claimed there were thousands of, like, 5,000 attorneys in, on staff up there. Now, if you're an attorney, and it turns out that you have to be a Republican in order to be in the Department of Justice in Texas, what would you think about that? I think one word, David, acquittal. And thank you very much for your time oh, today. Yeah. We do have to take a break, and we'll do that right now. We'll get to some more of your calls. I think we let Dave air it out pretty well. Anyway, I'll be right back here on 710-KNUS. I'm thinking Lauren Boebert is probably thinking, no, no, I'm not going downtown again for a while. I When I picked that song for a bumper tonight, I wasn't thinking about the new news on Bobert. This was kind of a new story for me. I know what happened over the last couple of days, but I was unaware of it. But I was thinking more about beautiful downtown. When I was a kid and that song would come on, I would get excited because, you know, as a little boy, we'd ride our bicycles from Wash Park downtown to the Security Life Building, ride up and down the glass elevator on the outside of that thing. What was it? 38 stories, maybe 32 Real nice observation deck up there. You could look out and watch the planes land at Stapleton if you stuck a nickel in those things. It just really, there was an excitement to downtown. And now I think about my beautiful, once beautiful home city, my beloved home city of Denver, now known as hell. Always hotter in hell, 74 in Aurora, 76 in Denver. But it's just so sad what we've allowed to happen. The, I was downtown um, doing a class, a continuing legal education class on Friday, and it's just horrific. Uh, everywhere you go, um, not everywhere, obviously there's some cleaned up stretches, but they, when they clean up one area, they just move to another and, and wait until they're booted again. And uh, the help with needles and legal drugs and, and no help for the actual underlying problems whether they're mental health, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, or other, um, you know, debilitating things that get these people into these situations. The left, well, unless they ask for help, we just want to make sure that we keep them safe. So we give them tents and needles and drugs. And ugh, it's just so sad. In my remarks to the Adams County Republicans today, I, I made the point that... Uh, you know, these unaffiliateds that outnumber Democrats and Republicans now, and in many places, more Democrats and Republicans should not scare Republicans trying to get elected. Because so many of these people have seen what it's like to be under single Democrat control. Look at how this state has changed in just the last couple of years. And so I'm very optimistic as we move into these off-year elections and then fire up, get ready for the big presidential and congressional, et cetera, elections coming up in 2024. Downtown. Lauren, don't go there. A lot of text messages coming in, uh, comments on our caller Dave from San Francisco. I call him Commie Dave, not to, not to pick a fight. I mean, that's automatic when he calls. But because if you actually get him to talk a little bit about a policy or two, it's it's clear where he comes from. 
He rides his bike around San Francisco. I don't know if he's looking for handouts or giving handouts or exactly what he does. But he has no interest in holding his own side accountable. And so I thought the bottom line for especially the Ken Paxton impeachment was the one word I left him with, acquittal. A statement from the Republican Party of Texas today after a trial in which the House could muster no evidence of a crime, the Texas Senate overwhelmingly voted to acquit Attorney General Ken Paxton on all counts. And Donald Trump had weighed in on True Social, he said, Texas Attorney General Paxton was easily reelected last November, but now establishment rhinos are trying to undo that election with a shameful impeachment of him. Who would replace Paxton, one of the toughest and best attorney generals in the country? Could it be a Democrat or even worse, a rhino? I'll tell you what, it's no longer about just tiptoeing the straight and narrow and trying to convince Enough people that we're a little more right than the other side so we can pull them back. And then when they win again, they'll lurch us more to the left. And then we'll pull them back just a little bit. Those days are over. We need to support the fighters. Text message is wondering if this will be a damage, a destruction of Lauren Boebert's effort to get reelected. Well, I doubt it. I doubt it. And we'll see how she handles it. We'll see how she steps up. We'll see what she does, what she says. These first couple of days, smartest move would have been to just stay quiet. And then if you were here in the first segment, you know my opinion on taking flack from these radical leftists, these Clinton supporters, these Biden supporters. If you heard Dave on the phone in the first segment, he denied that there's any video of Biden being inappropriate with children. Man, there are montages of that video, including Cory Gardner's daughter. It's very disturbing to watch him sniff and smell and touch. And you can wonder what his household was like when you see how both of his children, his living children, his remaining children turned out. Pretty darn disgusting. All right, let's get back to some phone calls. Let's see Jim. No, Ron and Conifer has been waiting the longest. Ron, welcome. Well, I think you'll find my call a little easier to deal with than the guy that was just on calling you a liar. Commie Dave, baby. <laughs> no, there is no video of Biden toughing, touching or sniffing children. Yeah. Did you know well, that? Well, yeah, I heard that. He's, I mean, he's, well, I mean, the guy's a uh, total jerk. Anyway, um, what I want to tell you is I'm not going to mention the talk show host name what I heard dickwads on the show with him as his guest, okay? And they both stated that Trump has announced that he's turning his back on all of his co-defendants except Giuliani, for whom he's raising attorney fees, that they're on their own, and that they expect, and I am sure hope, that this will result in some of them turning on Trump and getting him convicted of something in Georgia. I just can't believe, I mean, that's totally contrary to Trump's self-interest to announce something like that, little, I mean, privately or publicly. And well, I just wondered if you could shed any light on that. Was there a source given? Oh, of course not. They never give any source. Huh. You know, you know what I'm talking about. They don't give sources. They just make assertions. Well, it's true that not all of the defendants are going to be tried together now. And yeah. because Sidney Powell and I think one other have demanded a speedy trial. Right, right. 
I'm looking forward to that. I, that that could be very. Go ahead. She might she might do pretty well. She was a great federal prosecutor. She's smart. She's tough. She knows what she's doing, and we shall see. Um, it, it is interesting that you know uh, CNN and Politico and other places are the ones who are putting out there that Trump co-defendants are ready to turn on Trump. Yeah. How how long did we hear on this station and elsewhere? that Trump had turned his back on Giuliani, that Giuliani was a drunk and that he was... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, now, you, uh, you heard, where did you hear that? Locally uh, or... Uh, yeah, yeah, locally. Here, uh, and we know who you, I know who you're talking about. Well, I, I'm, my, my, point, my point is that during that whole period, Trump and Giuliani were communicating. During that whole period, yeah. uh, Trump and Giuliani... Uh, Trump was, you know, showed up in New York back during the period when we were hearing that. So, you know, I, I just... I just let it let it breathe, let it air out, let it deflate itself. The momentum is growing, the energy is growing, and man, the the Trump train is picking up speed. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I I just I mean it's just so, I mean if, it's obviously contrary to Trump's self interest to say anything like that sure. publicly or privately. They don't give us, you know, of course, neither one of those people give sources for their, their allegations. They just make the allegations. Yeah. And well, uh, that's what, yeah, and this guy, that guy, Dick Watts, he, he's, he's just terrible. I can't stand the guy. Well, I'll tell you, I, I went after Dick pretty good. I think I was on the Stephen Tubbs show when he came out and called um, the chairman of Colorado State GOP, Comrade Dave. Yeah. For simply having a creative idea and a fully transparent vote, it's it's pretty hilarious. But what it tells me, this is just like the left when they're when they're losing power, when their uh, ability to influence an outcome is diminishing, then they wail and flail about, and that's what I seems like we're hearing and seeing from my perspective. Yeah. Well. Anyway, I I just uh, I I just I mean, if you haven't heard about it, I'm I mean, I'm sure that there's no basis for what they're, they're saying. It just doesn't make any sense that Trump would, would do that. Sounds pretty dumb to me. And uh, yet, on the other hand, um, I mean, I have I mean, he is raising money. I've heard going to be raising money for Giuliani's attorney fees, which is fine with me. Oh, yeah, they had a $100,000 a plate dinner that Trump attended that raised over a million dollars for oh, was Giuliani. Oh, a plate? Just recently. Yeah, plate, I think, yeah. How's that? Uh, that yeah, a little rarefied air there, baby. Uh-huh. But, I mean, you know, you know of course, they also took the opportunity to, uh, to uh, denounce uh, Eastman and um, even... Uh, Gort, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sebastian Gorka. Gorka. They called him a liar. Hmm. Okay. And, and uh, I, just, I mean, I, I mean, it's just unbelievable. That, uh, John I mean, East, John Eastman is one of the smartest, kindest, yeah. most courageous. I mean, they're after his license, weeks long trial in California. Deck totally stacked. His, I think, one of his first witnesses when he finally got to put on his his defense was the retired Supreme Court justice from Wisconsin who's been exposing election fraud. Um, it won't do him any good. I think his license is likely to temporarily go. It'll be an appeal, and that'll drag out forever. Yeah. And yet, every time I talk to him, he's up, he's cheery, he's worried about me from the loss of my wife. He's just, 
He's just a powerhouse, and he's brilliant, and he didn't break laws. And God, God help us if they've managed to convict these people. And by the way, the, the, what he was suggesting that Trump do was was that in any way different from what has happened with the Democrats in 2016 as to contesting the results of the election? Well, if you're talking about, you know, standing up and, and contesting yeah. the votes from a certain state, the Democrats, I, we play it here all the time. I know. And they go, they go on video and, and talk about it. And then positing legal theories based on historical records, what happened in the 1800s and, and, and then more recently, is not a crime. And right. it's all been weaponized. The fact that some people don't stand up and say so over and over and over and instead just succumb to it is a shock to me. But I think this is the nature of the times. People are being separated, and I think some people are being blinded. I've said this many times, and obviously I have no proof of this, but I think we're in a spiritual battle as much as any other kind of a battle at this stage in American and world history. So, Ron, we've really kept it on. We're way past the break. I've got to let you go, but I really appreciate your call tonight. God bless. Have a great weekend. Thank you. All right, everybody else sit tight. 303-696-1971. 303-696-1971. There is a battle brewing in Douglas County for the school board. We were all pretty excited about electing a conservative school board in Douglas County. Some good things are happening. But there are conservatives there who say the so-called conservatives aren't really conserving. And we'll have one of the candidates coming up in the 6 o'clock hour, David DiCarlo, join us to tell us exactly what's going on in good old Douglas County. And then in the 7 o'clock hour, uh, we're not bringing him in tonight, but uh, we're going to have another visit with just one of my best friends and great people, former Congressman Tom Tancredo, very, very upset about Ken Buck and his comments about the J6 defendants and his... Uh, gosh, he's going on CNN and elsewhere to talk about how I see no evidence justifying impeachment. That's a paraphrase, but, oh, man, I just don't understand it. Anyway, Tommy's going to join us in the 7 o'clock hour. In the meantime, lots of your calls, 303-696-1971. Randy Corcoran here on 710-KNUS. It's just funny, this switch that has flipped in my head for music that I'm finding attractive right now. Luke Christie, Summer Snow. Welcome back. We've got uh, now we've got a little bit of a segment here. Top of the hour, we're going to be joined by David DiCarlo, who's running for the Douglas County School Board uh, with some complaints about the conservative school board that replaced the extremely liberal school board in the last round of elections. And, uh, you know, these are our opportunities on these off-year elections. Republicans have been doing pretty darn well in them over the last couple of cycles. Moms are fed up with what goes on in schools and with woke school boards. City councils are up for grabs, mayors, different things like that. And uh, so there's reason to get excited. And I also want to remind folks that what it really is, or in addition to important local elections, it's boot camp. It's ground game practice. It's an opportunity to make sure your precincts are filled. You've got precinct committee people in every spot, district captains in every spot. 
that you're communicating and coordinating, that you know how to access data and how to use it and take advantage of these opportunities in, in smaller scale elections to get that vote turned out. The RNC is rolling out bank your vote. Now a huge push away from same day voting as all of us traditionalists stood on for so many years, paper ballots. Yeah, I want to get back to that. In fact, I read some of the RNC resolution from the last meeting a couple of weeks ago in Milwaukee, which was the resolution urging a, quote, return to excellence in American voting and elections, where the Republican National Committee is voting for, is standing on. For instance, election experts agree that the most resilient voting systems use paper ballots, either marked by hand or with an assistive device, and are verified by the voter before any means of tabulation. So many other clauses in there. And we resolve, among other things, that the Republican National Committee boldly opposes means of voting that do not have the proper safeguards in place and are exclusively electronic, and calls on every county and state in the nation to use as the default ballot systems, which are fully auditable, namely hand-marked, voter-verified paper ballots to ensure every voter is memorialized by a paper record. That is now the policy of the Republican National Committee. And that's the advantage of getting new leadership there. Remember, almost a third of us listened to our constituents who all said it's time for new leadership. And it wasn't enough. Ronna McDaniel is still there. She's doing a lot of great things, and I support the good things that she's doing, including being the most litigious chair in RNC history. 90% of those lawsuits are centered around elections and election standards and unconstitutional election practices and trying to allow non-citizens to vote and on and on and on. Those are good things. But slowly and surely, it's all changing. And the Democrats are freaking out. Donald Trump, I think for the first time, I don't think in 2020, he ever polled ahead of creepy, sleepy, touchy-feely, losing his mind Joe Biden in a national poll. And he's winning a bunch of the national polls right now. They thought all of these charges, all of these indictments, um, some alternative candidates, the smell of victory that Republicans can feel when they see just how weak and pathetic the Democrat bench is and how especially how how poorly they performed over the last couple of years. We live in a country that's in a mess. And they thought that Donald it would so slowly whittle away on Donald Trump's resolve on his uh, on his strength, on his the loyalty from his uh, most consistent base followers. And it's backfired. He's gotten stronger and stronger and stronger, while other candidates have gotten weaker and weaker and weaker. And they are flipping out. You factor that into getting more and more of the election system under control, recognizing at last, officially, in this, even in this resolution, that Democrats have been ballot harvesting better than we have for a lot longer. I mean, Maricopa County in 2022 was enough to finally let it sink into the most hard-headed um, longtime Republican traditionalist when it came to voting that we can't wait until voting day anymore. We can't trust 
the machines. We can't trust that there won't be shenanigans with the machines. So all of these things just percolating and coming together create a great deal of hope for me. A great deal of hope. So I wonder, after we talk to Dave Carlo, David DiCarlo, for a few minutes uh, about the Douglas County School Board race, how are you seeing this Lauren Boebert thing? Text messages coming in. Big Boebert fan here. Hope she didn't sabotage her reelection chances. Should she have handled her? Should she have handled herself differently in public? Certainly, we set a higher standard than creepy, sleepy Joe Biden. We set a higher standard. We expect a higher standard than Epstein Island's Bill Clinton and so many others just like him. We set a higher standard than than Aspen Adam, the former Aspen City Councilman who was caught on video having an affair in a storage unit by a taxi driver who then used the video, according to the taxi driver himself, used the video to blackmail Frisch, Fish, whatever his name is, into flipping a vote so that Lyft and Uber would not be coming into Aspen to help taxis last a little bit longer. And these people are going to lecture us? I'm guessing... If Lauren Boebert was, and I didn't reach out to her, I, I, this is not the time to have her on. That that will that will happen, I'm sure. It always does when we ask. But um, I'm sure that the purpose behind her her words, her apology uh, that was released, and I, I don't know. I'd love to know who's advising her on some of this because I I thought it was weak, but I imagine that she's talking more to her constituents than she is apologizing to the radical leftists who will use this. And it's embarrassing, no question about it. Very, very graphic. Um, These two people were entertaining each other. And then there was an outburst at the theater, and she was escorted out of the theater. And apparently an allegation of vaping, which was denied and then later admitted. I mean, it's, it's not pretty. But look at the alternatives. Look at the good a person does and judge them by that, not by a bad day or a careless day or a fanciful day where she was pretending, you know, she was young again and, and just living her life and doing doing what she wanted, not realizing that every minute, everywhere she was under the microscope, is under the microscope. One thing I'll give Kami Dave from San Francisco credit for if he's right about it. Uh, he said that uh, the the security cameras weren't just zooming in on Lauren, that it's a roof camera that is so uh, technically proficient that it's able to look at the entire theater audience, and then you can zoom in, single down, uh, single out, you know, individual individual um, attendees. So if that's true, um, that was good to know. Kami Dave got something right. Very, very interesting. But I would love to know how you feel about Lauren Boebert. Is this disqualifying? Is she handling it the right way or the wrong way? Do we give one tinker's damn what the radical left and the corrupt coordinated Democrat media machine have to say about it? 
But most importantly, if she does stick around, and I expect she will, and if she does put up a fight, will this damage her ability to win? Man, oh man, we got so few seats here in Colorado. Optimistic to go, CD8, very flippable, it's a focus. Anyway, David DiCarlo, Douglas County School Board race, brief conversation when we return. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 